Welcome again to Teaching with the Body and Mind. I'm here with Ross. Hi, Tom. Joey. Hey. And Mike. Hello. So today I'd like us to do a little mind experiment, much like what we did, a, oh, several, several podcasts ago with Mike and, and the idea of what's a chair? And how Only, to sit in it or something like that. Yeah, how yeah, to yeah. sit in How do you look at a chair? And, mm -hmm. um, how many different ways can you look at a chair? It's not exactly the same, but what I'd like us to do is think about things that in are in our classroom that can be considered a hazard and why. Any potential hazard. So, for instance, um, I have steps in my classroom. And, you know, steps are things that the kids climb up and they might fall down right right yes. um, in, on fact, that. in fact they do right <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it, it, think of a few things in your classroom that that would you you could see a hazard i think related um to steps we have the large community play thing hollow blocks in the back of the room that mm -hmm. even know, the smaller blocks some unit blocks as well i think i'm thinking um which well, are hazard because they fall on your feet. Right. Mm -hmm. and these are the bigger blocks, or especially heads. if they if they're yeah. building caves or forts or things yeah. like that. Sometimes they'll crash down on yep. top of them. So yep, yep. yep. you know, there's something there. Yep. Chairs, mm -hmm. especially kids when they're sitting and lean back. Uh huh. Um, they rock on them, right? Rock mm -hmm. them. Yeah. If they just sort of miss the chair, or when they go to sit down, or even just falling out of chairs. Mm -hmm. Yes, that's yeah. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, was, sometimes I think pencils are a hazard when they're sharp. And you're mm -hmm. walking with them. And I, then I go, you know, another one that jumps out that I've, that I've heard other teachers say, we don't have scissors in the classroom because people can get cut. Oh, right. Mm -hmm. Scissors. And other tools, I'd say, like hammers and mm. screwdrivers yeah. and things. Do you have those out in your room right now? No, but they're oh. out sometimes. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'm just, yeah. yeah, we have them out sometimes. Um, you know, I always think of even the shelves. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. You know, the, the corners furniture. of shelves. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. oh, sinks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. sinks. Well, I was thinking as we go into this, as we, I think, you know, what we're kind of looking for even the water table itself, not just only the, the, the physical structure, but water in the classroom. Slippery. Yeah. Slippery floors. Yeah. Kids falling down. Yep. Food. Kids choke on food all the time. Yep. Mm -hmm. I recently had someone ask me about my, the plants in my classroom and whether or not they were poisonous. Right. Mm -hmm. To which I have to admit, I, I don't entirely know because children don't eat them. But there was a concern that they could mm -hmm. be hazardous right. uh, if they were poisonous plants. Yeah. It's always interesting because when people oh, talk I do about have cactuses. poisonous... Cactuses just are hazardous. Yeah, yeah. That's just... And poisonous, <laughs> too. It's like there's this idea, like, there's certain plants that will be poisonous if you ate the entire plant. Versus, versus taking right. three bites or a leaf. Right, or, or deciding you don't really like it and yeah. spitting it out. So um, I usually... Sand can go in eyes. The, mm -hmm. If it gets so thrown... pencils. Right. Mm -hmm. You can tell I have an eye. I have an, I have an eye fear. That's so he's currently wearing swim goggles <laughs> yeah. right now. Trying, oh, that's fun. I'm trying to think of other People hazards. are going to come, like, listen to this podcast and think they're in the oh, wrong line. Oh, I know <laughs> when I have. I have a loft in my room, yeah. which is at the stairs thing that you said. And kids actually, they do slip on the stairs. It, it, but uh, people worry a lot about children dropping things off of the loft. Mm. Yeah. Um, mm. For example, today a child had a rather large... Uh, crystal from the science area that they had brought upstairs and no one did drop it off but I certainly think that having a large rock up in the loft could mm -hmm. be seen as a hazard and yeah. I always have rocks in my classroom yeah I have right. rocks too. Oh, yeah. and, yep. and rocks can 
Mm-hmm. Get thrown. thrown. Yeah, yeah, I had bricks in the classroom, I remember, and, you know, one kid, like, pinched their finger a little uh-huh. bit, like, oh, maybe you shouldn't have bricks in the room, and it was like, I don't know, to me, pinching your finger between two bricks, you know, that, yeah. that, yeah, that, yeah, skin pinch, it's really yeah. not, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, they just learn not to put their finger in between bricks. Right, right, right. and we sometimes have, oh, sorry, know, we're getting into the, uh, <laughs> the other <laughs> side of things. Right, so. but we have, um, with, we have sticks and branches sometimes oh, yeah. in our room, yeah. but things we find on nature walks we'll bring in, and... You know, Other be... kids, whenever you have more than oh. one kid in a space, I mean, kids Definitely. are constantly banging into each other. other. Depending on the child, maybe just themselves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're yeah. a danger to themselves. Yeah. Some children bite, so, yeah. you know, yeah. that's a hazard. Um, um, we have some classroom pets. We have a fish tank. <laughs> what about, I mean, electricity, yeah. I suppose. Oh, like outlets. outlets. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Cords. Germs. Uh, oh. Bacteria, whatever the proper word. I mean, I microbes, know. snotty noses, and bathroom secretions. See the kids. If you got rid of the kids, exactly. Half um, the danger. No yep. This is kind of crazy. Yeah. Okay. Right. Legitimate doors, hinges. Oh, oh yeah. Pinchies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. I, you know, going back to chairs. If you're, if you allow kids to move chairs, that that seems to me like you're asking for some kind of accident to happen. Mm-hmm. Either bumping into each other, or right, po- or, yeah. or, or falling Dropping over the or chair, yeah. or whatever. And I think I think you asked us about things in our classroom because we haven't even gone to the outside yet. Right. Maybe we, mm-hmm. that's a we could go way off the rails there with everything that's in the outdoors. But I think it's really looking at it. Really, almost anything that's in the classroom has this potential for <laughs> being. It could cause injury of some kind. And I think that's where, I mean, it's fun yeah. to kind of sit here and really break it down. Right. But a broom. Yeah, you can right. think of a kid swinging the broom. Right, right. So if you took all those hazards out, what would you have? Nice empty room with nobody <laughs> no <kids>. inside. Paint. <laughs> Paint, yes. As long as, long as, as <laughs> non-toxic. <laughs> there you go. Yep. No VOC paint. Paint and pillows. Uh-uh. Oh, what? man, have you seen smothering? Kids? Yeah. They can't have pillows? I think everyone would just paint pillows. would be actually quite awesome. <laughs> I think they have those kind of stress relief rooms <laughs> I was like, at the mall now. I think you're designing my perfect room. <laughs> I, I don't think there'd be anything to do in the classroom for the kids. Right. Oh, yeah. and, in fact, the only thing to do would be to, to interact with each other. No, Mike's already taken the kids yeah, out of the room. Oh, you've taken the kids you out. You can go in one at a time. strap their bodies, you know, like, so if their arms and legs didn't move at all, then maybe they could interact. You wheel them in. <laughs> Just lays on the floor <laughs> staring at the ceiling. Oh, no, right. then you'd get you'd have gnashing and wailing, and that would not work out no. either. You would not stay in that classroom. Because you know it's, but you know it's super dangerous? An empty room. Because yes. you know what children do in an empty room? It's true. They run, they run like crazy. Into each other. Yes. That is true. So, That'd be even more. It's actually it's a really just big need hazard. A closet. <laughs> just a closet for the kids to walk of, into. Put a lot of cubicles. Yeah. Cubicles. <laughs> so now this was way too easy for us. Right. This was I expected this to be a little bit harder for us to figure out what kind of hazards there might be. Did you mm-hmm. think so, really? Yeah, I thought I thought, you know, we're yeah, I didn't think it'd be we'd be able to just keep rolling all these things right. up. But Let, I think I'm watching for them all the time. I, I'm not stopping children from using these materials, but I think as a teacher, I'm very vigilant about 
you know, whether or not something's being used in a way that there's an awareness. There's right. awareness. If a child has does have one of the rocks and right. is right. holding it in their hand, like in a right. motion where they're about right. to throw it, I think there's potential for harm here. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. I'd want to know their plan. Right. <laughs> yes. Right. And I, like the one, the first thing I listed were hollow blocks, which. You know, I would of course advocate till the the very last day that they're a vital and necessary material for all children, and that you know, looking at we we have a kind of a soft rule of building up to your shoulder height is where you can kind of stop on your own, unless we make you know a plan to go taller because we've mm-hmm. had children build try to build taller than the teachers, right? And of course we can do that, but again, it's that awareness that involves. The plans with right. knowing we have 18 small bodies and three big bodies in our classroom. Right. How do we make this right. safe for everybody? Because the learning potential is so vital and necessary. It's not like if you do like a campfire outside, you know, if there's a fire going, you there's a different awareness than if it's right. just grass. Right. Whatever. So I'm going to go back to this thing. That was way too easy for us to think of all the things that could happen bad in the classroom. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering if that's what happens with teachers, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, you said you're always aware of it, but that's not your uh, your main way of operating. Because let's right. look at let, I think Ross had a nice segue into now. Let's think about what kinds of things. Let's let's take a different perspective and look at those those things we looked at hazards as uh, things that are uh, foster exploration and learning. So, for instance, the steps in my classroom. Those, they're learning the motor skills of going up and down. Mm-hmm. And it depends on the, the children. I remember an episode in the classroom where I had four, four kids who were jumping from that steps. And they were each jumping at their own comfort level. Right, right. So yep. one was only jumping off the first step. Right. One was jumping off the second step. And two were jumping off the third step. Mm-hmm. The learning and exploration and the, and the motor skills that they were learning was we're, we're so well, important that simply getting to a new perspective too right I mean mm-hmm. literally the loft, the loft or even your just room. your stairs like oh now I can see off that window or I mean mm-hmm. just the the actual learning right. that happens when you're literally just well, if changing they're trying your to look out the window I think in your room if I remember the ledge like oh they have to go on the steps to actually see like someone says there's a squirrel out there and right. the short kids like oh. so so the, the reason steps. I did those steps was so they could see out the window but the steps became their own apparatus right right for the kids to explore and to learn important motor yeah. motor skills, right, mm-hmm. right, and then to use the blocks again. I mean, not only for the the benefits of I mean the specific learnings we're talking about. Well, st- I mean, steam that is all the rage right now. You've got all the math going on with the counting, sh- uh, shape and geometry, or the engineering aspects of actually building a structure that stays up and balance and counterbalancing and cantilevering when you're building a weight to kind of have it go off to the side. But then I mean the the huge social aspects of part mm-hmm. of this the the emotional kind of self-confidence or you know negotiation and the creative and the dramatic play and it's i mean again the, the reason why blocks are so vital is because they they touch on so many areas of learning and development yeah i mean i i agree and we could probably do this with each thing right i mean even chairs which i would argue are probably the least important of all the things we right, right. listed but you know there are times when kids want to sit in a chair and or I think also if they can't reach something, they can stand on the chair. Right. And you know, mm-hmm. chairs are actually very stable. They're a great thing to stand on to reach right. higher. 
Right. Mm -hmm. I, and it's so interesting to me that so many teachers I hear will like, don't stand on the chair. And it, you know, to me, it's like, well, what could they stand on that's going to be better? They're going to stack up some blocks and stand on them or right. they can slip or be different if it's a chair with wheels or a right, right. spinning chair of some sort. But I mean, chairs are great for, they're right. made to hold a lot of weight. Mm -hmm. In a very stable manner. In a very stable manner, yes. Right. But pencils and scissors right. and all these, like, of course. You, well, in you some know. things, it's a matter, I mean, I think there's certain materials that's also, like you'd mentioned, hammers, Mike, or other tools that right. maybe aren't out 24-7, but that are accessible to children from time right. to time. Uh, so, yeah. you know, so there's a certain amount of then the responsibility of teaching children how to use materials and being, being aware. So I really want water in my sensory table because it's a wonderful medium for... Right so so many learning opportunities well i know it might go on the floor so i better be ready not to have a dangerous and slippery floor i mean some of the things we talked about are like consequences of other things right right and you just have to prepare for right. them yeah right yeah you don't ever you don't keep a water table out of your classroom because, because you might have a wet floor right you have towels you have a right. mat you have a but i often it. see teachers who will open up a sensory table Stuff starts to go on the floor. They say, oh, we're getting messy. And they don't really have the, the tools, the towels right. or the broom, right. whatever it is, ready to go. And it's like, right. well, if you were opening that up and right. you didn't want them to play with it, what, you know, right. like you either have, you know, as the teacher, you think ahead, right. what things could happen? And then what do I need to minimize that risk? And, and even empower the children to take responsibility right. for this. Oh, a large scoop of sand went on the floor. Stop. Who's grabbing the, who's grabbing the hand broom? Let's sweep it up taking care of that and having the children do that. But I think also, Joy, your point of like using pencils as swords, there's that aspect too of teaching children to respect the materials mm -hmm. that, yeah, you know, we, if we break all of our pencils, we don't get to just, you know, they don't keep coming into I the classroom. I sound like I really have a thing about pencils. I don't. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> I just want to I just think, but I think, but I think <laughs> there's, I think there is, and this, maybe this is a whole nother topic of, of how much is too much, uh -huh. you know, with the idea of this. And, and you're going, touching on something that maybe we want to remember to try and talk about another time which is how do you decide where you need to set limits and boundaries with hazards in mind right. and, and other things, right? So mm -hmm. where, but so is the boundary, and this may or may not, but you know, is the boundary, oh, sensory table's closed as soon as somebody spills something on the floor. Right. What, where's the reason, you know, right. or is it, you know, another, another way? I mean, so as right. teachers, you have to figure out where you're going to set those limits. Right. You can't just run with the hammers over your head. Right, right. I mean, we do, we do. We do set limits. We do yeah. set boundaries for, for safety. Yeah, woodworking, I always, the, the limit is set it before you talk to someone or do anything except if you're hammering, right. hold the hammer. As soon as you want to do something else, you set it down to talk to someone else, right. to fix your goggles. Because right. there's right. so many kids who will like go to fix their mm -hmm. goggles right. while right. they have a screwdriver in their hands. Yep. So, mm -hmm. so anyways, I think that's kind of the flip side of what you're talking about, Tom. It's not that we don't, it's not that we take everything out of the room. But then we have a role. I mean, right? right? That's, I mean, important role. Yeah. Right. Actually, the conversation went a little different than I thought. First of all, I thought we were able to think of hazards much too easily. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I'm wondering how, how other teachers feel about that. Mm -hmm. And then I wasn't even thinking about the role of the teacher or the adult in right. the classroom. I was thinking more about the role of the child in the classroom and how they handle the materials themselves, uh -huh. mm -hmm. which, is, which is because <clears throat> my experience is kids will find new and exciting things to do with the things oh, that right. are available. Oh, right. You talked about exploration, and a we exploration just totally and ignored you. But that's okay. That's okay. It was, yeah. a, it was a great conversation. I really appreciate it. Mm -hmm. So thanks. Yeah, thank yeah, you. Thanks, thanks, Tom. Thank you for listening to Teaching with the Body and Bond. We'll be back again next week with another episode. Music is by Big Wheel Popcorn.